J.D. Talking Sports, it is Saturday, May 19th, 2018. Yeah, Chef, I really don't want to listen to you right now. What was it, like 40-something degrees this morning? I went to train my client. We had a rain out today. I lost all six sessions today. I had 11 rained out so far this week. It has been one crazy week. It should never be 49 degrees in May. Anytime in May, but especially on May 19th. I mean, then next weekend is Memorial Day weekend. And I'm, you know, I was at the gym and we're all like, we're done. We've had enough. We have had enough. You know, no mas. Now, I just saw Deadpool Part 2, and I apologize, Harris, but I sure as hell wasn't coming to the city. I knew I had to work tomorrow, and I was debating to see it yesterday, but I passed out. And then I decided today I was dilly-dallying, you know, you know, went to the gym. 1,100 pounds on my le- on the leg press, which was probably too much weight. Ten sets of squats was probably too much since I haven't done that. Did, did some walking lunges, kept going. But sometimes you just got to keep going. But that's not what I want to talk about. I had a pair of pants that I had taken in there a little too tight, which means JD needs to drop some weight. 195 right now, which is a little too heavy for me. I want to drop a good 10 pounds. The familiar is going away for uh, 10, 12 days. It's just going to be me and Peanut. I have a feeling I will be working out four times a day. So watch out. Now, my buddy Lanker saw it, and he called it. What, what did he say about the... I asked him, what do you think of the movie? Irreverent and fun like the last, like the first. I go, reverent. I said, who says that? He said, that's the best term I could think of. It's easy. I just pronounced the word. Oh, okay. So I look it up, irreverent. Showing a lack of respect for people or things that are generally taken seriously. Yes, it was irreverent, the movie. It was not as good as the first one. Stay through the credits. There's some... So I'm not going to give anything away. But I really like the first one so much better. This one was, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek, fourth wall broken, all that kind of stuff. But it was missing something. Missing a lot of something. That's all I'm going to say on it. I thought I would talk a lot more about it. I don't really want to talk more about it. There was some stuff I laughed about, but more stuff I was like, okay... I just feel like a lot of these movies just have these fights that go on forever. Like, that's what I remember of the uh, Avengers and Infinity. It just seemed like there was fight after fight. It felt like a bad Transformers movie. That's what I feel like. Everything's becoming to the point where you don't need to see any more fights. It's not really interesting anymore. Yeah. I Now, I did watch most of the quarterfinal women's Stony Brook Seawolves playing the B, playing BC at BC. Now the Stony Brook twenty zero number one in the nation got the fifth seed, which I don't understand. And when the announcers, were, which weren't announcers, were terrible, but they were talking about how they got a crappy seed, and people felt this could have been a championship game. Well, they are up. They were I think they were up seven six at the half, and then I put it on again. It was eleven eight, and then they went scoreless the last fifteen minutes of the game. And I'll tell you, BC had plenty of chances to score, but they couldn't get anything done. And then they have two three-minute overtimes, and they switched. And then they gave up a goal with barely any time remaining in the in the first overtime. And they said maybe she went in the crease, maybe she didn't. I I felt crushed for them. I, I thought they played, what a, what a season. They would have made their first Final Four ever. And to go that far, and then poof, it's all over. Just like that kind of sucks. Sucks a lot. Yeah, you got the Cavs playing tonight. You got Vegas up through when they're going to play tomorrow. I, I don't understand how the Capitals can go 2-0 and in Tampa Bay and then lose two straight at home. So they're going to play in game five tonight. I'm, 
I think the Cavs are done. I think the Cavs will be lucky to win one game. But hey, LeBron, I just, I just don't think he has. I think he, I think it's really it's Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five when they had the reunion tour. It's a weak. It's a very weak backup band. It's a. It really is Michael Jackson. It's not Jackson Five was cute when they were kids, but as they got to adults, Tito not looking as as a as lean and mean as he used to look as a kid. You know, when I was a kid, they had the cartoon, all that stuff with the stake in the mask that I used to watch religiously. That's what I think that LeBron has right now. Yankees are winning, but they lost last night. They're still 19-4 the last 23 games. Hey, Mets, which not all the good things have happened. DeGrom yesterday, 13 Ks, 6 hits, no walks, 4-0 to start a season for the first time in his career. Conforto went 4 for 4 Two RBIs. They went 3-1. Familiar got a 12th seed. But Juan Lagares, who got hurt in the 12-2 massacre on Wednesday, broke, uh, was going to the off the wall and then dislocated his toe, his, his big toe. He's, he's done for the year. And he was hitting the shit out of the ball this year. So that's the end of that. I read something very funny about the Vegas Knights. This, uh, this date in Golden Knights history, actually not much happened. We didn't have a team yet. Probably just had some meetings. I thought that was kind of funny. I did. I did. And Johnny Manziel is going to play in the CFL for the... He's excited to uh, win a great cup. He's going to play for the... Who's he going to play for? The Hamilton Tiger Cats? The Tiger Cats. Yes. Yes. All right. We'll see how that works out. But he's going to play in the CFL this year. Hey, look... Resurrected Doug Flutie, man, I was blanking. I, I saw Bob Greasy in my head, and I'm like, that's not it. Kind of sucks, man. I, I was really rooting for Stony Brook, and then it just went to shit. And I was kind of like, this really sucks. Yeah, I, I was I was not happy. You know, I, I had nothing to say. Hey, UNC women made the Final Four for the seventh time in 10 years. They beat Northwestern, so they're going to play in James Madison. And then... Florida is going to play Maryland in the other. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, they're going to play James Madison. I'm sorry, Maryland and Boston College. Well, James Madison beat Florida. I'm sorry. I I screwed that up. I I screwed that up royally. Yeah. I screwed up big time. Yeah. So this racist white guy, this uh, lawyer... One of the chosen people, which I don't even know his name. They were outside his apartment giving away free tacos and in a mariachi band. Dude, people like people go crazy, man. You know, just some, sometimes people should just shut the fuck up, you know. And, and Draymond Green said they're ready to play. Uh, uh, Budenholzer is now the Bucks' new coach. Mike Budenholzer, Budenholzer, good for them. Another white coach in the league. We need another one of those. Warriors got blown out, so we now have game two. We'll see if that works. Hey, Spencer did what he's up for most improved player finalist. Good for you, dude. Don't just always you got to believe in yourself. You always have to believe in yourself. And Raptors Twitter account congratulates Dwayne Casey after being named coach of the year finalist days after firing him. I guess they didn't have their shit together, right? Yeah. And the finals for MVP, Harden, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. LeBron had a hell of a season, dude. 
Coach of the Year, Brad Stevens, Quinn Snyder, and Dwayne Casey, who's no longer coaching. And sixth man of the year, Lou Williams, Fred Van Vliet, and Eric Gordon. Most improved player, yeah, Victor Oladipo had a hell of a season. Clint Capella and Spencer Didwee. I think I'd have to give it to Oladipo. And rookie of the year, Simmons, who really is not as well. He didn't play last year, but he was drafted two years ago. Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum, who has been watching video of LeBron's critique of him. He said 22 times. And uh, Brad Stevens says maybe you shouldn't watch it because he's a Laker, but we'll see how that works out. Yeah, I don't understand the Laurel Yanni debate. I don't care. I feel like that's just nuts. Well, and Boston TV ranks useless Cavs, ranks the most useless Cavs. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, Budenholzer. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. Yankees are favored. I, I love how they're favored, and we still, you know, it's like, can we play this? This is all for gambling and all that stuff, but still, I was like, are you kidding me? David Johnson running back wants to reach 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving. He's going to come back season. I think he could do it. I remember when freaking Roger Craig did it for the for the freaking he did it a couple times where he came close, but I remember he was always up there for the Niners. Then he tried acting out that didn't go as well. And Katie Ledecky on Thursday breaks the fifteen hundred meter freestyle world record by five seconds in pro debut. She's a beast. The woman's a beast, and the new. Ram Stadium will top $4 billion, most expensive US in U.S. history by $2 billion more than the current record. Yeah, Yankees are tied at the end of third. Luis Severino not pitching great. Not pitching his best. Well, Manny Machado is on the Cubs' radar. He's only what, leading the American League in home runs and in RBIs. And according on the... On the Wikipedia page for the Cowboys, Emmett Smith is a picture of the former, I'm blanking on his name, who was the Texas quarterback who should have won the Heisman that year and won the national championship. The Texas quarterback won the national championship, Texas QB went. In first round, played for Oilers, played for Titans. God damn, I can't, I can't think of names today. Oh, Vince Young. Jeez Louise, man. So Vince Young is the picture underneath on the Cowboy page for Emmett Smith. So somebody screwed up there. Yeah. Uh, Sam Donald said, I'm very confident here that we're going to win some games and I'm going to be here for a long time. Good. That's what you have to say. Saying anything else would just be crazy, right? Robbie Anderson's felony charge for resisting arrest with violence was dropped Thursday per court, per court records. Uh, Mark Teixeira took a shot that he wasn't surprised by his former teammate, Robinson Cano, use of PEDs. No, no loss. No, not crying over spill milk there. And Luka Doncic was the youngest by four years to win the Euroleague's freaking MVP. They think he will be... I, what I read today, that's what they said. That they feel that the Celtics will will actually match up best with the with Golden State because they have five players who can who are athletic, can play defense, can shoot from the wing, all that, all, all that kind of stuff, which the 
Cavs don't have a lot of guys that are playing a lot of defense. Are very athletic. Yeah, and uh, Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr., projected lottery pick, says he's the best player in this draft. Okay, good to have. Good to have to believe in yourself. And whatever he does. Mo Bamba's has the a wingspan of over seven feet. He's gonna be a beast. Yeah, they had the they had the combine. Grayson, great lane agility, speed, player of the year. Jalen Brunson showing out, and we'll see if uh, now I want to see if the kid uh, Divincenzo will go pro from a. Uh, Villanova and actually I just read that Mike Trout was in his longest hit list streak 0 for 19 going into today kind of sucks yeah Ruben Foster's ex-girlfriend it was a money scheme that's that's nice let me fuck up your career I, yeah I don't like that at all don't like that at all oh and Tua Tagovailoa Tagovailoa said if he didn't if he didn't play in the last game, he transferred out. He felt he was the better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Didn't get to play all season, get to show his stuff. He said he didn't get to play. He says, Is the USC offer still on the table? How about that? He wanted out. And uh, Spurs won't accept anything less than Grand Slam offer for uh Kawhi Leonard. Are we shocked about that? Yeah, Teixeira. I really don't want to go into much detail. I love Robbie. That's what Tashera said. But yeah, I'm just I'm just not surprised. I don't really want to go too much further, but I think a lot of people are, were kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So you're throwing him under the bus. Okay. Oh, I got a phone call from Lithuania today. Hey, Conforto home run. Mets leading the Diamondbacks. Lithuania. Did Lithuanian laser try to call me? I don't know. Maybe he did. So my, yeah. I can't even go into that stupid thing. Gregorius hitting 118 through 12 games in May. And he's freaking hitting 248. He was leading the league in hitting and in home runs and in RBIs. And Blake Bournette, who started out at Bama, then transferred to ASU where he threw, did I read something like 45 total passes? And now he's a graduate two years at USF, which, which just graduated their starting quarterback. Listen, Three, three, three freaking colleges already. You know what? That kid from Rutgers, Tom Savage, started at Rutgers, went to Arizona, but then Rodriguez came in, transferred to Pittsburgh. So same thing, and he's playing in the NFL, so maybe it'll work. And Pistons said they would consider Becky Hammond for head coach opening. I'd like to see that. I think that'd be awesome. That'd be freaking awesome. Supposedly the 1998 World Cup draw was fixed. It was set up so that Brazil and freaking Brazil and France wouldn't meet until the final. Am I shocked by any of this stuff? I mean, I mean, you know, you read shit like this, you know. I mean, it's like, come on, they don't, they don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, France blew them out. Yeah, took all these pictures of my kids. My kids, these little kids I have, so freaking funny. I got in the picture. I was like, oh, my God. Kids cracked me up. Yeah, it took down time for the movies today. Yeah, Mantel's going to play with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. 
And Diana Taurasi became the first player in WNBA history with 1,000 career three-pointers. Good for her. Big fan. Listen to this. So San Diego, Chase Headley, who they, you know, Yankees traded, was just designated for assignment. Six days after being designated for assignment was released. So any team, which was not surprising because any team claiming him would have to pay his $13 million salary, hitting 105 or 4 RBIs in 27 games after being reacquired from the Yankees. Unbelievable. Done. Yeah, Donchich, 19-year-old, becomes the youngest player by four years to win EuroLeague MVP. Unbelievable, dude. Justify won the Triple Crown in one of the weakest fields, fields per Mark, per I'm sorry, per Mike Francesa. Congratulations, my fucking, my, my, my Tar Heels. Making the final four for one. I used to live right below them in my apartment. On Henderson Street. And if Gumbo Chef hadn't given me that, that water bed, I would have never survived. Because I'll tell you, that apartment was freezing. Because heat rises, it doesn't come down. And I was freezing my ass off. And he gave me this heated water bed. And I'll tell you, I didn't have that fucking water bed. I would have died. I would have seriously, it would have been, that would have been the end. That would have been the end of, yeah. Many a cold nights in that apartment. You know, we're talking about going down again. And I'll tell you the truth. I need, I'm getting a little crispy. I need to take a trip somewhere. So if he's still up for it, I'm up for it. I'm very much up for it. All right, now. I love this. Drew Brees uh, presented high schooler signal caller Alex Ruiz with his first walking prosthetic leg and a promise to pay for an athletic training uh, prosthesis in the fall once Ruiz gets used to this one. He wears number nine because he's such a huge fan, fan of Brees. Had his left leg amputated below the knee in February because of a severe knee injury he suffered on the field last fall while playing for Linfield Christian High School in Temecula, California. Unbelievable, right? They kept it. Ruiz's family had actually kept it a secret for weeks from him. Yeah. And uh, they spent time together with uh, Breeze even throwing up him a pass. Yeah. what a, Dude, man, that is a nice thing. Breeze actually had sent Ruiz a... Uh, Breeze had a friend of his in Temecula call him during the same season, told him about Ruiz. So Breeze actually sent him a, a signed jersey. And he has this FNA association, FNA league. The Instead of having the tackle, it's the uh, flag football league. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just good. Nice. Nice. Now listen to this. So, you know, Richardson sold the, sold the Panthers. He got over 60% more for the Panthers than Wilson Family Trust got for the building in 2014. And it's in cash. From a hedge fund guy who's worth eleven million dollars, can you believe that? Now Steph Curry wanted to be part of another group, Ruben, who was up, who who actually was a local guy, and but they didn't think he had the money, so they didn't let him do it. There's also a bylaw preventing players from forming business partnerships with owners of other teams. Ruben owned is a corner of the Sixers, and Cy the Nets owners was part of Ruben's group as well. That would have been cool. You know, sometimes I feel like you got to take these bylaws and just say, you know, forget about it. And Andy Benoit feels that Des Bryant turned down a three-year, $21 million deal from the Ravens was a mistake because he's not going to get the money he thought, just like Adrian Peterson didn't get the money he thought he was going to get. And he said he felt a good starter. He'd be good with the the Packers, but the problem is that the Packers, why do they want a head case like him? So it's interesting to see where he's going to end up because he doesn't, he really can't do the slot 
He doesn't have really... It takes him a while for to build up speed. He does contest a lot of balls. You know, he's a physical wide receiver, but they felt he really turned down the money. He feels like he can have, he's going to be able to have a show me year, but he's already 30 years old. Yeah, I don't think that was going to be anywhere. They're also talking about the... Well, I was reading about Albert Breer for the Chargers. Uh, Kaiser White. He's moved, been moved to a linebacker. He played safety in college. And he's the younger brother of Bears wide receiver Kevin White, who we haven't seen anything out of West Virginia because he's been hurt all the time. And Saquon Barkley, the talk, one, of the, one of the giant staffers said, he moves like he's 5'10", 190, but he's 6'2", 233. Guy's a beast. Hopefully Malik Hooker could come back because he was playing really well. He had three picks in six games for the, for the uh, Colts. And the Lions cut undrafted free agent safety Anthony Sherrills on Saturday and undrafted free agent receiver Kyle Lewis on Monday before signing a trio of triad guys from last weekend's rookie camp. Sherrills and Lewis had contracts, and they said it's pretty unusual that these types of undrafted free agents don't make it to at least the start of training camp. But Matt Patricia is trying to show, hey, his program, man, he is he's going to eat. Listen, if he doesn't feel you're getting the job done, you're gone. He's going to do a little Bill Belichick right there. You know, get everybody a little, uh, get everybody to be a little, got to be on the ball or else you're gone. And, you know, it's his way over the highway. But it was interesting. I watched something today. We watched a piece on last month's Brian Gumble. I was here with my dad, and this girl went to play at, she was told the discus at Temple. And the coach was saying, he goes, I'll just get another fat, fat, fat girl from down in Georgia. She's African-American. I'll just get another fat fuck from uh, Georgia uh, to, come, to come here. And the coach was African-American, but she said they made him, he made it sound like, you know, he was the king and they to do whatever they want. A kid from TCU came back a couple weeks too soon. He, he was the fastest, fastest receiver on the team. And they said they needed him for the Texas game. And he actually, you know, wasn't good for the combine. He still wasn't recovered. They said he needed six to eight weeks. We had to come back in three because the coach said, hey, we need you. You know, if, he's, if not, he said he was going to, uh, Patterson, the coach, was going to tell the scouts how he was soft. The player was soft. And he's and now suing TCU, the university, for freaking, like, he said he lost millions of dollars. But it was just about all the players. I mean, they showed Rice when he was at Rutgers. They showed, I mean, you know, listen, also the 20 hours a week, that that the the universities aren't even being a hundred percent accurate. Like they didn't count the bus ride, they didn't count the plane ride. It's the twenty hours together. This all the film work. A lot of them say it's turned into like forty to sixty hours a week of of sports. I mean, really, it's very hard for them to get their schoolwork done. And I've heard this for freaking twenty five years this way that it's not and nothing's changed. You know, and they said, oh, we're gonna you know we're gonna get come down on these things. But you know, when someone said you give a kid a cookie, they they come down hard on that. But making the kids work work harder than they should work. No, that's not the, that's not a big deal. Now uh, Knicks have the ninth pick in the draft and the thirty sixth pick. They're gonna Trey Young. Mohamed Mamba, neither, neither of them is going to fall to number nine. I guess we'll see who they get. They're going to get this. I guess we'll see how this all works out. And Dante DiVincenzo, we'll see what, if he, what happens with him. 
Yeah. Oh, Terrell Owens, not a fan of Jason Garrett. He said, uh, he said, uh, saying it's mind-boggling he still has a job. At the end of the day, how can you keep allowing the players to be the scapegoat for what's not happening, especially when you have a head coach that's supposed to be offensive-minded? They're supposed to direct and lead the team to where it hasn't got a number of years, and they're still pretty much in a standstill. Yep. He said the organization not really expanding or progressing, even as a team under his coaching tenure. I totally agree. Nine and seven, playoff, yeah. Yeah. One playoff win in seven plus seasons. And he compared the situation of just fired coach of the year, uh, Dwayne Casey. Hey. He said, and then you have Jason Garrett. Well, that's what he's saying. Here, Dwayne Casey's, you know, led him to the career, what, 59 wins this year? And then Jason Garrett, not even close, and continues to have a job. Wow. And he says, for me, it's mind-boggling. I understand it. And I think Jerry, again, he's the owner at the end of the day. He has to feel good with himself about the decisions. But I just understand why this guy still has a job. And McGraw-Cobrera says that he didn't cheat. And, you know, hard knocks. I, so basically it came down. Cleveland had to do it. Didn't have a choice this time around. Now we're going to have the Baker Mayfield, Tyrod Taylor. I guess we'll see how that works out. Yeah. But... Hard knocks. I watch it religiously. I got so many freaking mosquito bites. Everything freaking is driving me crazy. This itching. Well, Brandon Belt, not a fan of 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 an umpire of Doug Eddings. It's you know he got called out. He was left shaking his head at home plate after taking a call third strike to end the game with the tying run on deck and a six three loss. He said the pitch was clearly outside. He said that uh, Doug Eddings prior to, uh, prioritized pace of play over the integrity of the game when making the call. It's up because you hope an umpire doesn't affect the game like that. But he did, and you're not sure if it was on purpose either. I've heard the guy multiple times say that or insinuate that he's trying to get to the game, trying to get the game fast, and then he makes calls like that that I can't imagine really thought was a strike. you got to wonder. Hey. They're talking about pace of play, but if it's a bad call, it's a bad call. Hey, that's what the whole thing is. And OBJ is helping out Saquon Barkley. I love that. They've gotten closer. He's getting advice. Maybe not ping on the, you know, maybe some of his antics uh, celebrations. But, hey, you know, also maybe he's saying all the right things because OBJ wants that contract. And he knows Saquon Barkley. He's like, hey, dude, let me give you some advice. You know, he's I'm a tremendous player. I'm a good guy. But just don't do some of the things I'm doing because – you know what? Bad things happen, but maybe maybe he's growing. Maybe he's gonna you know have the year, year of his career. We'll see how that works out. And suppose listen to this. So NHL reporter Jeff Marrick replayed the story on the Sportsnet's podcast Thirty One Thoughts. So there was a there's a recent first round draft pick that has been playing video games so long until all hours of the night that he's too tired to freaking no energy the next day. It's affecting his playing. They they think he's going to... And they said a very, very prominent team, which they wouldn't say, he'll never play in the, because he's got a video game addiction. He'll play until all hours of the night and into the morning, and then I'll have no energy, you know. Just get that counseling, dude. Get that freaking counseling. Jerry West now is with the... with the Clippers. 
But I, th- you know, when we was tell when they got rid of Blake Griffin, he told the owner, Mister Balmer, you know that sometimes, you know, hey, don't be afraid to make the tough decision if you need to. But he said, what is right is not always popular, and what is popular is not always right. Listen, they got to change the culture there. They got to start. Listen, the Lakers aren't going to be down forever, and Keith Smart will now be the top assistant of Fisdale's staff. On the Knicks, he was on Memphis. Yeah, Juan Lagares, I feel for you, man. I feel for you. Now, I read a very interesting article about the WNBA. There's only 144 women who will make the 12 teams, 12 a team, started yesterday. Now, compare that with NBA, where each of the 30 teams carry up to 15 players. So it's 450 roster spots, there are 312 more available. So you're talking about 762 roster spots, whereas the WNBA 14. And they said not only fewer players, but the odds of being drafted are worse than other sports. According to NCAA's 2018 report, which uses data from 2016-2017, 0.9% of draft eligibility players were chosen by WNBA teams, less than the NBA, which is 1.2%, the NFL 1.6%, MLS 1.4%, and the NHL 6.4%. And then Major League Baseball 9.5. Well, that's bigger teams. Including those who joined teams overseas. Only 4.9% of eligible women's basketball players played professionally last season. Can play with 19.3% for men's basketball. Crazy, right? And not all the 36 players selected each season in that three-round WMA draft will even make the team. Unlike the NBA, which guarantees all first-round picks a two-year contract, nothing is certain for WNBA draft picks. Last year, Tory. Jan Koska, the number nine pick, was waived after the Chicago Sky's first game. That kind of sucks, right? And under the CBA, rosters are capped at 12. And it probably won't change until there's a new agreement or more teams were added to the league. Now, the current agreement runs through 2021, but an opt-out clause after this season. If a new CBA added more players to the roster, each player would on average make less money unless the salary cap went up. The league's maximum salary this year is $115,500, and the minimum is 41202 It's crazy, right? Many teams in the league struggling to make a profit in a given year. It is unclear if owners are willing to raise the cap and risk further financial instability. And Penny uh, told her the, the L.A. Sparks, who are favored to win it, well, actually, I read... Uh, Minnesota was favorite, but the LA Sparks are, are, could be up there. Well, they played for the championship last year. Sparks won last year. Said she wished the no, no. I'm sorry, Minnesota won last year. Said she wished the league could expand the rosters and develop more talent. She said, if I can develop a player, then we don't have to go into the market trying to sign free agents for more money than they're worth. She said there was there was a talent gap between college and WNBA players. When you get up here, everyone is either all American, all world, or all universe. In college, you can be one of a few, but up here, you're one of many. I thought that was interesting. And she thought that more college players should watch WNBA, WNBA and study their future competition to have an edge in training camp. She said, uh, Toller said, I wish a lot more women in college would watch the WNBA and the coaches have to promote the WNBA. A lot of them get tear and like deer in the headlights. And uh, head coach Agler said, he's uh, there's more to it than just having someone who's just a great shooter or just a great athlete. There's a lot of intangible things that will be a deciding factor whether someone makes it or not. And one of the girls, uh, what's what's her name is uh, Kay, Kaylee 
Jensen, 6'4 center at Oklahoma State. She was invited to the Sparks training camp as an undrafted player. She said making a team would be an, would be a dream come, come true. She said, this is a big show. Every little thing you'd have to do, you do here has to be perfect. She goes, you get critiqued every time if you're doing something wrong. You know, in college, you know, it's, you make a slip in practice, you know, it's not a deal, but she's every year under a microscope here. Yeah, she's from Genoa, Nebraska, a town with fewer than 1,000 residents. She said, she, while the odds are low, she's the fighter before. She goes, I barely got recruited D1, and now I'm tr- with a chance to make the WNBA. Listen, the, the, yeah. So head coach Brian Ackler says, these rookies are not only battling against people that have been in the league for a period of time, they're also battling against people that were in their shoes three years ago that keep trying to get back in the league and keep getting invited to camp. There are a lot of great college players that will be on the outside looking in when the rosters are formed. Yeah, wow. Crazy, right? Crazy. thought that was really interesting. So, yeah. Only 12, I mean, 144. 144. I mean, it's crazy. Very small. I mean, and and all these women. Yeah, I don't don't think she made the team. And, you know, I haven't seen any WNBA... So I know they started the season last night. I know the Liberty play, and and the Liberty aren't even playing. They're not even playing. They're playing up in Westchester, so that they're only playing two games of the Garden this season, which kind of sucks. So they haven't even played yet. There's been no games yet. So most teams haven't even played a game yet. Yeah, Minnesota Lynx. I'm sorry. I know I'm the only one who cares about the the West. The Sparks. Sparks haven't paid, played yet. Yeah. Let me look at the LA Sparks roster. Yeah. I don't think she made the team. I mean, 12 people. I mean, it's a very small roster. LA Sparks roster. Yeah, roster. Nope. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, she did not make the team. Nope. Actually, one rookie made it. Julia Rysengorova, who is obviously from Russia. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and uh, Maria... Vadiva from Russia. But that's it. Wow. Sydney Weiss, I remember her at Oregon State. Did not. She, she didn't make the team. It's kind of crazy, though. Yeah. All right, let's get to some trivia questions. Trivia questions for JD. All right. Okay. Last show's trivia question. Okay, Lonzo Ball was replaced in 2018 by the youngest player to have a triple-double. Who was it? Markel, Markel Fultz had 13 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists in a 130-95 win over the Bucks on April 11, 2018. And then did jack shit in the postseason. I'll tell you, he's got to have a comeback stronger next year for number one pick in the draft. And they traded so much to get him. Not good. Tonight's serious question. Oldest player to lead the NBA in minutes played. Oldest player to lead the NBA in minutes played. 
All right, Yankees are leading. I just saw uh, uh, Glaber Torres hit a home run. Mets are winning. Conforto, hey, was having a slump. He's pitching, playing better now. Cavs, please show me something tonight. And I would love to see Washington. I would love to see a Washington-Vegas Stanley Cup final. I, I just want Vegas to make this. I just want them. And Stony Brook, tough fucking loss. You played your hearts out today. But I'll tell you, I I, I didn't feel comfortable. Even with that 11-8 eight, eight lead, I felt, like you, I felt like they went on the defensive and they couldn't get anything going. And Boston College got really aggressive. And I'll tell you, they deserve to win it. I really thought they were going to pull that out, but... Boston College was always on the precipice. I see them using a big word right there. So, folks, have a great night. There's some boxing on tonight, too, on Showtime. I might talk about that tomorrow. I think I'm going to watch a movie now. All right. Somebody watch, uh, somebody sees Deadpool 2. Please tell me what you think. I'm kind of curious. Besides uh, Lanker, who liked it, I thought it was just okay. Peace out. Talk to you soon.